Here we are, the real reason you're looking forward to October. Not the amazing weather, not that Halloween is awesome, not that it's the one month you don't have to clean off spiderwebs, because if you just leave them up, it seems festive. It's because there's another Meteor Station podcast. I'm Donuts, joined by Gruen. How are you today, Gruen? I'm very Gruen, thank you. (laughs) I'm glad to hear it. So today it's just going to be me and Gruen. We're not bringing in a guest. We do have one lined up for you with Kent Bai from Voices of VR, so you can look forward to that in a future one. But today we're just going back to our roots and just chilling, Gruen and Donut style. We so, do have one surprise guest for the very end of the show. True. The that is a very good point. We do kind of have a guest for you. I may have just yeah. blatantly lied to your face, audience. From the Walking Dead Onslaught game for VR that just came out two days ago. So that'll be at the end. Yeah, look forward to that one here shortly. But in the meantime, what have you had going on? What's your life update? Uh, The big thing is that I visited you that I came out there and I and I drove 20 hours in each direction in one shot which was I didn't know that I could do that or not but I did it great had no problems staying awake and and the best part about it is you know just no hotel no stops just uh, I don't I don't care I, I'd like to support hotels right now but it, it was kind of nice just to get home and but it was a it was a good visit we had a good time. Yeah, I, I'm definitely impressed. A, a two-hour drive feels long to me, so multiplying that by 10 in one shot just feels like an eternity. So hats off to you, Gruen, for that one. But yeah, when you came out, we should tease what we were up to because we were working on a little project, which, unlike some of our other things we work on, we can tease for somewhat sooner than later because we were working on a little show pilot called Over Our Heads, wherein Gruen and I did a fix-up project. We had essentially a week timeline to get a house from a pretty rough state where I don't want to spoil too much of what was wrong with it, but there were just like live wires sticking out of the wall and stuff. It was pretty crazy in some places, so... We had a lot to do. There was a lot of duct tape. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of duct tape. And the gist of it, it's not one of those typical home improvement shows where it just looks like, wow, it's night and day better. And you can pull away the you know, big reveal picture and see a huge improvement. It's like, this is a no budget, no time flipper. So it, it does look a lot better considering it's just kind of fun, but... Yeah, that, I guess that's kind of my update too. Is just we were up to that, so yeah, pretty good. And we're not and we're not professional handymen. We're just we're just handy men. That is well said. Exactly true. So I feel like you had an additional update over there with your headset. You want to share that one with the class? Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. So I had. The Rift, the Oculus Rift, for, I don't know how long was it, two and a half years or three years or whatever it was, and that was great. I, you know, I I was doing fine with it, and then one day I took it off, and the right side of it had just popped out, 
and I didn't realize it's a little plastic piece that holds it on, and I didn't realize it had broken in half, and so it was laying there on the floor in with that thing disconnected and then a little wire hanging out and that wire obviously worked with the the audio because i couldn't hear anything i could smash it together and get in there and i could see but i couldn't hear anything which is really annoying no matter what you're doing in vr so i contacted oculus and they got back to me and they said okay send us your logs and send us a picture of it and i did that and then they got back to me and said, okay, keep watching our social media because we're trying to figure out what we can do for people like you that are out of warranty. And I said, okay, uh, but how long is that going to take? Because I'm dead in the water and I create VR content, so I have to have something. And they were like, okay, well, like a day later, they said, okay, then here's a special link where you can buy a refurbished headset. And... I looked at that, and the refurbished headset was $249. So yeah. I wasn't super excited because the Quest is 299 the new one that we'll talk about. But the Rift S, the new technology from a year ago, is 399 So for $150 more, I can get the Rift S, which I think is probably their point. Like, just go buy a new Rift S. So it was not a good solution. I've... So now I've got a Rift S, and I've got a broken Rift. Yeah. If anybody yeah. knows how to fix that. Yeah, well, I never did get a chance to mess with it while you were in town, but I am kind of interested to play with it, because like I said, I can't, well, I guess I could break it worse, but it's already not having working audio, so if I mess with that part, worst yeah. case is you'll still not have working audio, so I guess right. we'll see but it's kind of funny that that's like the moment for you to get a new headset because one thing that i've not really liked about the vive is the audio setup for it so i've always just used my wireless headset that's separate from the vive for it i just put on the vive and then put on the headset and it's actually been kind of nice because it just kind of keeps the headset in place for me so it's funny that that's the deal breaker as someone already using a kind of wonky setup for it but yeah yeah kind well of a it was crazy... a good excuse to get the rift s because i needed the upgrade and we can talk mm. about the difference between the rift and the rift s now because i know firsthand yeah well hit them hit them with it what's the difference so the obvious biggest difference when you first get into it is that it's a much clearer brighter picture so it's like if you put glasses on for the first time and you didn't realize how farsighted you were. So the picture is much better, but the field of vision is narrower, which is weird and takes a little getting used to. And so they, they did narrow that. and then But they do have the technology where if you're approaching the edge of your uh, play area then it goes to this black and white picture of your room so that you don't walk into a wall. But you can yeah. still throw overhand and hit a light fixture, which I've done. <laughs> so that it doesn't prevent that. Yeah, but that would be it a, also has... What? Just, yeah, that would be quite impressive. It just like freezes you in place. But yeah, where are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it does have the tracking 
that's in the headset. So you don't have to set up your two sensors and and do that. Mm-hmm. You, where you have to tell it where where the sensors are and where you are. And but I have had some issues with this so far where you get in and it's it's got this white checkerboard of death and you have to either mm-hmm. reboot the system or you have to unplug everything and replug everything in and i have written to them and they said okay we'll do these things and it's like this huge list of things to do to get it to to be fixed and i haven't gone through all of them i've tried a, the first couple and so i still i have to do some more on that and then the other thing is that when you're in something and you're doing something, it loses its play area. So I'll be in the middle of creating a cartoon, and it says, we've lost your play area, and it makes you redraw it, which takes 40 seconds. So it's not a big deal. It takes less time than that. It's only a big deal because it interrupts your process. Yeah, no, that's kind of annoying. And it is kind of weird that they made you do this whole process in general. It seems like if it's as simple as something to be or becoming disconnected, which to us seems like possibly kind of a difficult thing. I can't imagine someone in the Oculus hardware labs is like, oh my, I have no idea how to fix that. Probably just like pop it back in place for them. But I don't know, just kind of weird overall, but I guess it was out of warranty. But we should probably move yeah. on to some news. So, uh, top of mind for me was uh, the Venice Film Festival was recent, and the reason that was kind of top of mind was I actually got to participate in it, which is why that was, you know, it kind of fit in with the life update thing a bit because I actually got to uh, partake in the the experience that won for best VR experience in the Venice Film Festival. Uh, it was called the Pandora, or no, it was called Finding Pandora X. And actually, I can, mm-hmm. let me share a bit of it real fast. Let's see. So this was, oh, I just crashed or what? There we go. So this is uh, for the VR no. viewers, the, um, the avatar that participate in it and so long as you don't share the actual experience you're allowed to share stuff so i'm assuming this is safe but yeah so got to participate in that and essentially they had people dressed up like this were the viewers and we followed the actors around and they guided through a live performance in actually vr chat hence having the costume here so that was kind of interesting. So you got to be super creepy for a few minutes. That's neat. I, you know, I was in my comfort zone there, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the other thing from there, I guess, just going back to your Rift S thing, the the camera tracking and whatnot is reminiscent of the G2, which I'm just really excited about that kind of technology for upcoming generations, but G2 got its shipping date of November, December for pre-orders. I have a friend that pre-ordered one that's coming in November, and I'm pretty hyped to get to do some multiplayer with him. And yeah, so there's that. I now you're talking about the HP to... Reverb G2. Oh, did I... yeah, I I just called the G2 because 
You know, words are the hard, quest, man. It's too long. The Quest came out, and the Quest is a G2 also. Oh, really? And that's out. It's shipping. Oh, I guess, well, yeah. It's, it's they, just, I think they just call it Quest 2. two. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah. Good call on saying it correctly. But, yeah. Definitely referring to the hey, you're back. reverb. I am back. I figure I shouldn't be too creepy too long. I'll go back to being a donut. But that but, is another big thing in the news was the Quest 2 announcement. Right. And we watched that whole uh, afternoon commercial. of Facebook commercial. <laughs> yeah. And I, there was probably some interesting things after we gave up. But it was probably the biggest announcement was the Quest 2. And a lot of people are excited. And they should be. I think that's where they need to put their focus because that's going to get the most people in. There's no wires and there's no uh, cost barrier. You don't have to have the big high-end PC. So, and and they've right. changed a lot of things to make it better. We could go into details, but you know, it's just lighter yeah. and better resolution and things like that. So, yeah. I think that's pretty exciting. And the price point at two ninety-nine is going to let a lot of people go out and get that. Right. Yeah. I definitely like for the good and bad of oculus i definitely like the aspect of getting it such that people have a lower barrier of entry of getting into like the good stuff of vr because obviously there was google cardboard really early on and so you could get in for 20 bucks but you can not do a whole lot with the quest and whatnot you can be playing beat saber or whatever so pretty nice for getting people into vr seeing what it's about so yeah, it was kind yeah, of hilarious, though. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, just for the Oculus Connect conference thing, it was just funny to me where they would be just like, oh, I think we need to add these different resolution things. Oh, well, I guess we could do that, but only if we can get it to this price point. Well, if you... It was just like the most comically yeah. like... It was like, okay, yeah. we get it. It's... It, I don't know. Maybe I'm too impatient. I was just like, you could just say the price and specs, and I'll be fine with it. I'm <laughs> nerdy yeah. enough to want the Spark Notes here, but yeah. Yeah, no, it was a three-hour commercial. It was kind of yeah. interesting. Yeah. Did you have something before I probably? Okay. Well, maybe if you think of it, you can come back to it, but. You had wanted to mention the VR AR Association Global Summit as well. Yeah, which has been going on this week. Lots of speakers, lots of different events. They're they're doing uh, this virtually, and they normally are doing it in Europe and Canada, and I don't know where else they've done it. So, I guess a lot of people by the time you see this, it's too late to have gone to it, but. They may have a way you could pay to watch things after the fact. I don't know. But this is or has been a, a big opportunity for people to attend that haven't been able to travel in the past years. But it is something to put on the calendar next year, depending on what they do. Could be yeah. something to check out for some people out there. Yeah, and it's been kind of cool and I think you've mentioned this before. It just makes a lot of sense that VR festivals could be hosted in VR. And, uh, you know, it's been 
counterpointed before that you know you can't check out the hardware aspect as easily but fair enough we can do all the other aspects so it is kind mm-hmm. of just cool to get to like the venice film festival i would love to go to venice but that's not just like a <laughs> cheap and easy trip and so being able to participate in that was pretty cool it's nice to get to jump into these things a little more easily but yeah yeah i guess um while we're still talking about things that have happened recently we can go through our previous post real fast and then go into a brand new segment so uh last month we had first the hardware podcast where we brought in joanna from hp talking about the HP G2 Reverb, or Reverb G2, there you go, uh, and and other hardware in general. But uh, then we had the four-minute breathing meditation hosted by the Budget Epicurean. You may have uh, recognized her voice. And, you know, just nice, free, short meditation. Then we had the potato that couldn't, and for that, uh, behind the scenes is essentially just, you may remember that from a first part, second part segment of one of the previous podcasts, where it was just like, (laughs) we came up with that on the spot, I was like, all right, well, that's going to exist, and I don't know, I I feel like it turned out decently well, but for the punchline, it was like, I think the, just as the creator of it, it felt like one of those moments where... Uh, the idea was right and then it just didn't feel punchline enough in the execution but overall i thought it was a worthwhile post but um yeah i liked it and then last yeah good i appreciate that and then the last thing was vr giants gameplay where that's a game where one person's on pc one person's in vr it's the same pc hosting the vr thing but you solve puzzles together one's a giant one's a normal sized person and it's it was out to essentially support a kickstarter and i tried the demo after the kickstarter had completed because i was kind of swamped at the time with having a new baby and all that but the demo is super fun so when the actual game comes out there's a high likelihood i'll get it depending on how it looks but the demo is pretty promising so glad to see the kickstarter succeeded so actually that could be the first one for the next segment which i will call a bomb or the bomb and so what that means i'm gonna shout out some titles today we're gonna do some games and if it's a bomb that means we think it's gonna be bad if it's the bomb it means we think it's gonna be good so for vr giants i think it's gonna be the bomb i think it'll be good how about you? I would say it looks like fun. I'd say the bomb. All right. Well, you get to go first on this next one. So okay. the next one is Star Wars Squadrons. So what that is, you are in the cockpit of Star Wars fighters, and I'm not. I haven't played it, so I don't really know. Uh, I did actually come out recently, so there should actually be gameplay videos out by now. But uh, you, yeah, that suggests you're uh, in the Star Wars fighter pilot cockpit shooting stuff. A bomb or the bomb? Hands down, the bomb. 
Yeah, that's the, the direction I was leaning to. And so I actually picked that out as one of the earlier ones because the reviews are mixed, which I think is interesting. So um, one of the things, though, that I saw in the reviews was kind of interesting to me where it... So historically, there's been an issue porting from... Uh, normal games to VR where it just doesn't feel quite right and one of the things I read was someone saying like it going the other way didn't feel quite right so it seemed like it was VR made and then ported to you know flat desktop or whatever so that was kind of interesting and I was just like well if that's true I'm kind of going to be unaffected by it so right. I think it'll be the they bomb should plan too. VR. Right, exactly. And uh, I've since release, I felt like VR cockpits or just make sense as a way to not get motion sick while getting to play these things. But we should move yeah. on. So um, I'm not sure if you're aware of the game Among Us, but it's essentially murder in the dark. So <laughs> you're having some fun over there with those. Uh, Among Us is... Murder in the Dark, and it was a flat game, but someone made a Rec Room adaptation of it, so you can get in VR and play Among Us. So you're essentially playing Murder in the Dark in VR with a certain kind of look for the characters. A-bomb or the bomb? I would say A-bomb. Interesting. Why is that? I was never a fan of Murder in the Dark. Fair enough, fair enough. So I think the reason I'm leaning toward the bomb is we're still in the pandemic. And for me personally, a lot of my closest friends live across the country. So if I want to go back to the olden times where we could all play Murder <laughs> in the Dark, Rec Room VR is going to be the closest I can get currently. I'm waiting, so for, I'm, yeah, I'm waiting for Kick the Can to come out. <laughs> I'm sure we can get a can out there too. <laughs> That'd probably be a pretty easy mod. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Mist. Are you familiar with Mist? It's essentially it's a puzzle game that's existed for a while, and it's now coming to VR. So, what are your thoughts on that one? I I want to go second on this one. Okay. I think it's going to be the bomb. I really like VR puzzle games. I think anything so i actually it it's so funny i always feel like i'm saying i've actually never played this before the vr version and now i'm playing it and it's really great and i feel like that's going to happen again with mist it's going to look really cool and i just in general think puzzles belong together with vr it's great so the bomb what do you think i, I will say the bomb just to copy you because i'm i have no <laughs> idea fair enough <laughs> that's why i wanted to go second all right, well, you have to go first on this one, then. Gnomes okay. and Goblins. So it actually Ooh. came out semi-recently, and it's essentially a limited interaction experience. So you do actually get to interact, um, but it's more so made to be an experience. Um, and other than that, it's kind of, you know, the gnome foresty kind of vibe. Um, so, hmm. yeah, A-bomb or D-bomb? I'd say the bomb. Interesting. Why is that? I like the name. 
Fair I enough. like the concept. So, I could be totally wrong. Yeah, me too. And that's part of the fun of this. It's sparking discussion. That's all we're going for here is what, do we, what are our gut reactions? And then at some point we might get to try these. I definitely plan to try some of these. Ooh, creepy. For sure. Um, but Gnomes and Goblins, there was a demo pretty early on, and it didn't work for me. Like, it just straight up was too buggy to cooperate. It was very clear what I needed to do, and it just wouldn't let me do it. And the reviews have been mixed, and that makes sense to me. And, you know, I think it's one of those things where if it were a free little experience, then I'd probably be down. But, you know, there are a lot of really cool, really fun things that I could do instead. So I I think it's going to be... A bomb if we're picking between A bomb mm. or the bomb for that one. Okay. So I I don't trust it to deliver enough to be worth it for me personally. But that brings us to Assassin's Creed. What do you think of that one? I think that's the bomb. Yeah, I think so. So for people that don't know, this is more of a shooty game. It's Something that's, or I think that's, well, actually, am I just full of it on that? Assassin's Creed might be one of, it actually might be more of, it makes sense that it'd be an assassin game, so I'm, I think I'm just full of it on a shooty thing there, so I'll just <laughs> quickly backtrack, but uh, it's, for sure, it's a big name, and yeah. so, you know, Half-Life came out over, you know, Valve made that one, so Oculus is like, we can do big things too, and they're hitting us with both Assassin's Creed and Splinter Cell, which Splinter Cell, spoilers, is going to be the next one we're voting for for A-Bomb or the bomb um, I'm going to say the bomb for both. I really like having big-name titles coming to VR. Half-Life Alex was a big success in my eyes, and I think everyone else's, so looking forward to both of those. Yeah, I agree. I think everybody knows those names, and hopefully they're as good as they should be. The Half-Life Alex has now raised the bar, so everybody's review is always, well, it's not Half-Life Alex, but it's pretty good. Or, you know, now that I've played Half-Life <laughs> Alex, uh, this one doesn't hold up. So they really have raised the bar to all these, these yeah. games, and hopefully these guys can meet it or, or break it. Right, absolutely. And in case not incredibly clear, another <laughs> set of games I haven't played previously that I'm looking forward to trying in VR are both Assassin's Creed and Splinter Cell, so that'll be really, really fun to get to experience in VR. But GTA V apparently has a VR mod. What do you think of that? The Do you think that'll be A-bomb or the bomb? Wait, wait explain. So, Grand Theft Auto, uh-huh. long-time running game. Um, Grand Theft yeah. Auto Five has a mod where you can play it in VR. I had no idea. Where is this just so, on Steam? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had no idea. It's, is it? Did you play it? Is it good? I have not played it. I. Well, you you go I'm, first. I'm going to just have to assume that's going to be the bomb. I cannot imagine those people would have put out a, a game that they didn't th- oh. think through. But go ahead. No. 
Yeah, no, no. I think this is like a fan-made mod, oh, just to be okay, clear. Okay, so hmm. I don't know if they, if it's not made by the same people, then I'm gonna say that I have no idea. But the I'm gonna I'm, I'll stick with <laughs> the bomb. Yeah, I think that's the direction I'm leaning to. And so for you know one of my points of reference on it, there was a Doom 3 VR mod where it was so nauseating and there were a lot of bugs, but it was so fun. It was worth it. And now that I'm getting better at VR and nausea, I'm realizing I need to go play it more because I had to stop and didn't pick it back up because there were other things to do. But totally worth it. I'm definitely going to try it. I think it'll be fun because uh, for people that... I, I'm not all about the epic games or anything but they've been doing free games all year i think and gta 5 was one of them so i own it for free so may as well try the mod version of it so yeah i think it'll be the bomb but i could definitely i picked that because i could definitely have seen it going either way where moddy things can be a little rough sometimes so i could definitely see it being a bomb but for the last one I do believe you have a special guest for us in regards to Walking Dead Onslaught. Yes. So. Yeah. Let's see. Should we bring him out? I think we should. Let me, yeah. Let me, you want to go? Yeah, let me go get him. Yeah. That will be great. All right. Gruen's off grabbing our special guest. All right. Looking forward to interviewing this guy. You should have a pretty good perspective on everything. So I think we're in for a treat here. Oh, there he is now. All right. How's it going? Uh, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty good. So... Yeah. So you are a zombie from the Walking Dead Onslaught game. How was that? Uh, well, I can't figure out your chair. That's fine. Zombies don't sit. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I just pretty much get killed. I just walk around and get killed. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, from a player's perspective. What's your motivation for trying to kill me all the time? You're just in my way. And in your case, I would say normally I'm after the brains. In your case, I don't know that I would have to go after you. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so that possibly brings us into tying it all together because it seems like a lot of people are a little bit underwhelmed with the game um, which may be impacted by the perspective of the main character I'm not sure but how is it all going how's the game going we just transitioned from a bomb or the bomb what are your thoughts on how the game fares with all that I, th I think if you look at the reviews, you're going to see that most people are disappointed. They they say that Saints and Sinners is a lot better, and 
that this doesn't really give you much insight into anything to do with the show. And it's only five hours long, which to me, five hours, yeah, it's nothing. I've got an eternity of this. So <laughs> it, but I think most people are just disappointed and, and say it's, it needs a few tweaks. But you know what the biggest complaint is? Is how many times you have to shoot me before I die. So instead of shooting and one shot, you can get rid of a zombie. You have to shoot like three or four times. That that seems to be the biggest complaint. And then the other thing is you can't hold a weapon in your left hand, so you can't have double weapons. Hmm. You know, just little things like that. Interesting. Yeah, I also heard like the knife is just really, really effective, and people are like, well, this is the first item in the game and it's too good it's just too easy now but i did see a lot of different issues with it but i guess while we still have you around mr zombie uh what this could be the last question if you want we we can let you get back to scavenging for brains but tell me when you're not scavenging for brains what is your favorite thing to do in your spare time wander I love to wander <laughs> aimlessly. It's like this. That you know, you seem to have that down pat. Can't help but appreciate your form. But very few people know that. All right. We're actually we like to dance. You know, I feel like I've learned something today. Any Last things you'd like to mention before we resume our regularly scheduled program, Mr. Zombie? No, no. I'm just going to see if I can get off this thing and go find some brains. Perfect. Well, while you're doing that and Gruen's returning, I'll go and chat about some upcoming stuff to look forward to. So uh, there's pumpkin puree being made by the budget Epicurean. So you can learn how to do that. It's good for all sorts of stuff, pumpkin pie, all that. Then we have The Forest Gameplay, which is a game with VR support, which um, is starring, well, I guess starring me and some friends, but also Cannibals. It's a cannibal survival game, so you can look forward to that. Uh, there's a post that I'm actually kind of unsure if I'll have time to make it, but if so, it'll be kind of cool. It'll be what I'll call just a man cave project. So if it gets posted, then huzzah, it'll be a fun one. And other than that, we have a short animated skit for you to look forward to. So those are some things coming up on the horizon to eagerly await. So um, how about you, Gruen? What do you have looking forward to what are you looking forward to well we're still working on this short animation for festivals and and i'm and i enjoy that that kind of thing i like being in there creating and and that that's fun for me that's what i like best about this so that's what i'm looking forward to till till it's done and ready to go yeah and i'll of course be working on some shorts as well and i guess one of those because we've talked about 
the claymation on the previous one, which I'll be working on. And we also just mentioned over our heads, which I'll also be cutting together. But then another one that's more relevant to the scary podcast of today was there's a scary short film we recorded last year. Um, we, I, I guess we just kind of pieced it together pretty quickly. I think it turned out pretty well, but we do need some extra components. And one of those is a ghost, which our ghost is <laughs> having to go through uh, trying to get married in a pandemic. So they've been a little busy. So hopefully we'll be able to wrap that up and we'll have a scary short film to share with everybody. Yeah, but the ghost is getting married. That, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the ghost actually has officially been married. But okay. it sounded like quite a bit of chaos making that happen it's hard to coordinate these things in a pandemic but yeah other than that uh personally i have really enjoyed playing the vr scary games and so obviously we have the forest gameplay over here on meter station to look forward to but i'll very likely be playing and posting some scary games over on the donuts or else channel which will just be on youtube if you're on a different platform but i'm looking forward to playing those so that will be one of my upcoming things to look forward to yeah i'm looking forward to but seeing that, that especially if you do get scared I, I i would enjoy watching you get scared good hopefully i do get scared i <laughs> i tend to just like get you know all the murder scenes where they just come out of nowhere and jump on you and eat you and i'm just like rude yeah <laughs> yeah just like hey why'd you eat me not nice <laughs> so hopefully one gets me we'll see stay tuned I hope so but i think that about wraps it up any final thoughts there gruen no no nothing just uh, let me get back to work if you don't mind i mind I mind, but you can do it anyway. Yeah, it's it's all for the good of animation. Well, in that case, we will let you do it. But I think that does it for this podcast. Thanks for joining in, everybody, and we'll catch you on the next one.